There's a new podcast app that delivers chilling true crime stories straight to your mobile device. Every day they release a new episode that investigate the gruesome true acts of America's worst serial killers. And you can explore into the minds of psychopaths and murderers. To get started, find and download Murder Minute from the App Store or visit MurderMinute.com. That's M-U-R-D-E-R-M-I-N-U-T-E.com to get your daily dose of true crime creepiness delivered straight to your mobile device. It's a good show. Well, speaking of cool, yeah. we're now recording, Gabe. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is I'm terrified because I put in my SD card earlier in this. And yeah. It's, and it, it's the same SD card I've been recording all the episodes on. And it just went, a little prompt came up on the screen and said, invalid SD card. Oh. And I was like... No, but I've recorded everything on this SD card. Not anymore. So I just reformatted it and um, put in new batteries. So I think... You think we're good? I think we're going to have a successful record. It's either going to be perfect or it won't work at all. It probably won't work at all. Okay. Why do I even bother? <laughs> uh, guys, I have a guest finally. <laughs> um, Will no one come on here with you? No, it's just I've been so busy I can't nail down an actual time to say to someone, hey, come over Tuesday and let's record because then I get an audition or I'm working. And, um, but yeah, I've had a little bit of time off and you were gracious enough to like, yeah, let's do it tomorrow or Tuesday. Yeah, I'm nothing if not gracious. Uh, This is my friend Gabe Tigerman, who you've probably all seen on your TV I, I, bajillions of times i will sell you anything the, i i swear to god i think there was a day i was out of town somewhere in a hotel and i saw you probably three different times good in one day in three different commercials good which is great i am i i am <laughs> i am a whore and i will i will do I will sell anything. But you've also anything. seen Gabe on Masters of Sex. You've seen his bare butt on Masters of <laughs> Sex. This is true. <laughs> or Silicon Valley. <laughs> also with my bare butt. <laughs> no bare butt on no. Silicon Valley. <laughs> uh, my friend took a screen grab of my bare butt on Masters of Sex. Great friends. Good friends. And uh, <laughs> will wait, are you allowed to curse on this? Sure. Okay. He made a meme uh, that just says this guy fucks. Oh, and yeah. it's just his and it's him giving the thumbs up and disgusted face. In, in front, front of, of his TV. In front of his TV. He'll just send it to me randomly. Pals. Yeah, but I all my friends do that if they see me on something fucking record themselves <laughs> flipping off the TV. It's supportive. Thanks, pal. It's love. But I asked you to come over because you told an amazing story at your wife Kat's birthday party yes. a few weeks back. But before we even get into that, you came in <laughs> to my apartment minutes ago yep. and whipped out two vials of eye drops. <laughs> right. Which for I these for, listeners, I forgot what this show is like. Uh, this right, we get into. I everything. immediately reached for my tub. This is not a tub. <laughs> my what do you call it's these a, little bottle? It's bigger. It's bigger. It's a little bottle of eye drops that I have. My eye relief because I've been having burning eyes because I've been playing video games. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> you have a video game related injury? Eye injury? No, just 
I get really into it. I play late at night and I get really into it and I forget to blink because <laughs> I don't want to get killed. That's that's and, a good survival instinct. And then all of a sudden my eyes are on fire from not blinking. And so I got these drops. But I saw yours and I got super excited. Uh, right. Where like, I, oh, I drop buddies. A fellow damaged uh, person. What are your drops? You said one is... One's a steroid. Steroid. It is. Did you get an eye infection? Lodamax. Uh, Lodamax. To the max. Um, <laughs> I was... <laughs> <laughs> that's their that's their commercial that I'm pitching right to now. To the max. <laughs> to the max. Load of max. Uh, so I got, I was traveling. Uh, I was shooting a, an indie movie up in Pet- Petaluma, California. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they had me staying uh, not in beautiful Petaluma, but in Ronert Park at a Hamptons Inn and Suites. I vaguely know that area. There's not a lot there. There was... Snoopy's from Petaluma. That's... Oh right! Wait, his brothers from Needles, mm-hmm. and he's his brothers from, from Needles. Snoopy's from Petaluma. That's amazing. Wait, the puppy farm? Is that where the puppy farm was? Oh, I don't know. And he always talked about the puppy farm. Anyway, uh, I wish I'd known that uh, going in. I would have appreciated it more. But as it was, I was traveling. I was flying up there, and my eye was killing me. I was like, "There's something." Like there's, a burning or like no like, like there's something's in here like there's there's clearly like muscular throbbing pain no like no like there's a there's either a spider or a piece of wood behind my eyelid clearly Jesus. like I got it and I was just like washing it out washing it out I'm at the airport like just in the bathroom over and over and just in the sink flushing out nothing is better like each time I blink it's just like ah son of a bitch and it's labor day so i'm just there in ronert park uh alone Uh. all day we weren't shooting that day uh and there's nothing to do in ronert park other than feel what's wrong with your body yeah yeah. Uh, Uh. or there's a hooters across the street from my hotel i texted you from yeah yeah, you did that's right it's the only way you could watch the the dodgers game (laughs) was at the hooters I texted you and I texted Jesus my wife Christ. to let her know that my life was peaking uh, as I was <laughs> at the Hooters bar, very clearly putting a vibe out to the Hooters waitresses of, I'm a dad. Leave, leave me alone. No need I just to watch. chat me up in any way. I just want to watch baseball. Yeah. Uh, this is a functional uh. interaction here. Uh, anyway, uh, I just driving me crazy. And it's something, it's small, but it's driving me crazy. Like something so small like that but it's just like every moment Catherine's like go to an ophthalmologist like I'm in Rotor Park what <laughs> where are there ophthalmologists here yeah pe- like, people have eyes in society yeah <laughs> people have eyes in Rotor Park apparently that's how like big city condescending I am that might be the title of this episode <laughs> big city condescending no, or people, people have, have eyes in Rotor Park. Park that feels right write this down <laughs> that's a that's a book of critically acclaimed short stories continue okay so i looked it up and there's a there was an optometrist in uh uh in ronert park a good a, a little 10 minute run from my hotel i showed up there as they opened before they opened they went in they pulled out no a tiny not no this isn't like internet video okay. like something had laid eggs no it it was a thread it was a tiny thread that was wedged the fuck did you get thread under your eyes 
Oh, how did they pull it out? Oh, god damn it! Well, are you super eye sensitive? Like no the optometrist? No, no, I'm fine. I I do have trouble like. I blink a lot when I try putting eye drops oh, right. in. Oh, right. You just miss. Because seeing that thing <laughs> hovering right above my eye, and then it, inevitably it always drops on my cheek instead of my... I'm like, oh, I was not even close. No. <laughs> I just, it's right in my mouth. I just drank yeah. this yeah. saline Oh, that's solution. my shoulder. <laughs> she, this woman said that uh, she has a lot of uh, patients just... They'll pass out if you have to touch their eye. Like Really? Like, yeah. People freak out. Um, Passing out? Yeah. Um, anyway, pull that out and, uh, and it was a lot better, but it's still not great. (laughs) And so I had to, so I went to the, my local. It was like a week or a week and a half ago. Yeah, it's been a while. And so I was like, this is, and the guy, like I went to my optometrist, he did like a full search. Like he's like, (laughs) he he like, he like, he He was searched. Yeah, he did. He like every nook and cranny of my eyes. He's like, I can't like legally (laughs) say it's, there's nothing in there. There's nothing in there. I'm like, but it feels like there is. And, like it's scratched or something. And he said there's a lot of inflammation, and so uh, he gave me these steroids, which I, I'm actually overdue to take. When so. did you get those? Um, when did this happen? This doctor's visit? Friday. Um, and it's still bugging you, huh? It's not a hundred percent. Wow, you do that really well. Thank you. Wait, let me hold that pose. <laughs> you don't have to actually put drops in, but no, like hold that pose. There we go. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now you take a photo of me putting in eye drops. <laughs> you do that like a pro. Here's me. I'm going to put the right. mic down. Do, but... you do, do you do this horizontal? Or you yeah, a... yeah. Okay, great. But here's how I put an eye drop. <laughs> <laughs> that is your way off. No, that went right in. Did it? Yeah. So you're a game day player. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Right, to I'm the back. max. Um, yeah, you did that without even prying your eye eyelids open. I oh, have man. to like. Now you're tearing up. Yeah. Both, we both look like we've been watching the Mister Rogers documentary. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I have refused to see it. Not refused. I've. Oh my God. I've, no, no. I just. I haven't been in a place where I'm ready for the floodgates to open. I've been saying that too. My friend was like, "Hey, let's watch a movie." And I'm like, "All right." He's like, have you seen the new Mr. Rogers? I'm like, I'm not watching that with you. <laughs> and then a couple days ago, is my friend Dave Dasmalchen, who's been on this podcast. Ooh, what's wrong with him? Um, I forget what he came on for. He helped me with my back. Well, I was I, at a wedding out in the desert, and I fucked up my back and like had no reception to call doctors. Oh. And so... But I was People able to text. Don't have backs. I was able to text him, and he fucking spent like half an hour like researching doctors out there, and then he yeah he's the best. That's a buddy. But his wife then does was he on. also take pictures in front of TVs? No, no. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, he does. Okay, yeah. But his wife also uh, was on the podcast because she has a thing where she passes out and has seizures when she vomits. Holy shit! Yeah. Listen to that episode if you want to freak out. I will. But um, I, I went over to his house, like, this was just a few days ago, and, to hang out 
and because he's been out of town for a long time, and he's in the process of pitching like a children's television show, mm-hmm. and so he's like, "Let's watch the Mister." And his other friend was there too, so it was me and two other like middle-aged dudes, yes, weeping, sitting on a couch watching Mister Rogers documentary, crying. Just yeah, it's like a oh full sob, right? It's not a, it's not on. like tearing up, it's... especially the end of it. Oh my. god. God, I won't spoiling the, the very he end. Dies. Like, he dies. He, he, <laughs> he dies. That's common knowledge. But like, <laughs> the just the ending. It was so fucking sad, and like, I was, I was openly crying, but I was trying my hardest not to like make noises, like, <laughs> like wail. Like I wanted Would to you... just be like, <laughs> I want. I was trying to hold that in. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Why? Why? Why hold it back? I don't know. It's were they silent? Were they like stoically crying? You could hear everyone just <laughs> sniffling. <laughs> I think it would have been good. I but, think it would have um, been good if you all let it go. Yeah. So we, we now have drops in our eyes. Yeah, we do. We look uh, like we're it's really quite a emotional. tangent, Mister Rogers. But <laughs> yeah, mine are just dry eyes. I've also but got I, sustain. For in between my, uh, in between the steroids, natural drops. tears. I think so, something like that. Um, but you put those drops in without like prying like your pro. eyes up. You were just able to. Yeah, Ugh, I don't. I can't do that. I appreciate the compliment, <laughs> the admiration <laughs> in your eyes. Hey, you know what I really admire? <laughs> A guy who can dr- put drops in his eyes without <laughs> prying them open. Oh, yeah. Oh, keep your war heroes. Keep Not all oh. heroes wear capes. <laughs> but all heroes can put a drop in their eye. But in my oh. in my eyes, all yeah, heroes nice. Nice. don't pry. See, now I'm going to get... Now that I, I didn't even think about style points for doing it, now I'm going to start doing it. No, that was, that was a 10 in the form. You just tilted your head back, boom, dropped them in. What if... You know, it would be really impressive if I started doing it from like greater and greater distance. <laughs> saw, like, that would be amazing. Right? Yeah. Right? The degree of difficulty. I think you should do that with your sustain. <laughs> right. Yeah. The sustain. Because that's, you can do that as much as you want. Because if you miss, you're not. Yeah. It's not a. I, I, I mean, they're not it. nothing. But I can yeah. barely hit my eyeball from. Point blank. From one inch away. <laughs> point blank blasting range. I swear to God, I felt the tip of that thing on my eyelashes, and it still dropped in my ears. <laughs> By the way, I didn't take my Zyrtec this morning, and I am having allergies already. I hear it's that. so fucking weird. But you're like a... But I, your instincts of pulling the mic away with each... <sighs> I sniff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I, I'm admiring that form. There you go. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But the real reason I asked you to come on here was at Kat's birthday. Oh, you yeah. Told, <laughs> right. You and her told a story that was so terrifying at first. But then at the end, it's just like, I can't believe that's even a thing. Like, sure. I yes. mean, we can get into it. Yeah. We can even well, give spoilers it. because it'll be in the description of this episode. Okay, yeah. But so it's the story. It's the, the story where you thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> it's the cheese stroke story. The cheese. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new title. There it is. The cheese there it is. stroke. I do love people who wrote a park have eyes. 
<laughs> but the G-stroke story is, is um, I mean, if that's not a teaser, I don't know what is. I'm writing that down. Do it. It's happening in real time. G-stroke story. <laughs> um, so Should we get into it? Like, yeah, how, do you, how do you do but, this? Yeah, I mean, I guess we can just get into it. I've heard it, but it's... This is fucking amazing. You guys were going on vacation. Yes. This is also a horror. This is also worst case scenario for anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Is having something medical happen when you're on vacation away from home. I've had to have a root canal when I was in uh, North Carolina shooting a movie. An emergency root canal. Yeah, it was. Oh. And on the weekend. Oh. That's garbage. Try finding a fucking dentist <laughs> on the weekend in Wilmington, North Carolina. I don't want to. Um, but yeah, that's worst case scenario. But you guys were going to... Yeah, it was it was just before Christmas. And we like this would have been upsetting at home on a on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, during office hours. Yeah. But this was uh, we were we were just, just before Christmas, and we <clears throat> are we were traveling with my wife and my at the time, four-year-old daughter, and we were, Alice is our, our daughter, she wanted to get go to a cozy cabin for, for Christmas. And Makes so, sense. Uh, we were hoping for snow, we didn't, we weren't getting any, but we were going up to Idlewild, um, and uh, it's like a, I don't know, three-hour drive from yeah, LA. It's about the same as when I drive, because Idlewild, for those who don't know, or if you are from Southern California, it's the... It's in the San Jacinto Mountains, which are the mountains above Palm Springs. Yes. Yes. So like when I drive to Joshua Tree, it's a similar distance. It's about, it takes roughly three hours to yeah. get there. And it's up, just up a mountain. Like you're just going. Winding ass mountain. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, and it's, there's never as many um, fences as you'd think with a steep, steep drop like that. No. In fact, you know, I used to teach rock climbing at a summer camp in uh Idlewild. Oh really? Okay. And part of my job on the weekends was Sunday morning driving a 15 seat passenger van down picking up dead bodies and, that had fallen <laughs> off the side you know, and the... picking up kids uh down at different schools like you meet in a parking lot and all the kids come for camp and their parents oh. drop them off and then I you know me and there's like three or four passenger vans that go up from different places around southern california and uh and then the next sunday driving them back down picking up new kids and it was the worst part of that job because inevitably one or more kids would get motion sick oh yeah in the oh, van it's, it's for real it is legitimately like one of the most windy roads and you're, and like you're you said, responsible for 15 souls yes like 12 year old kids <laughs> yeah and there's no guard railing none on these turns too no and i'm it, not scared of heights and it it's it's not great and when i would drive down the road i had to get my commercial driver's license to do this when i would drive down the hill you're on the outside so you're the the closest to like the cliffs yeah down's actually worse. and i would always there would always be like a, a camp counselor or something in the car with me there'd always be two of us and i and as we'd approach each curve especially higher up in the mountains i'd go what is stopping me from just just launching this van off this curve very little and they would <laughs> the counselors i'd be always be, just be like uh could you please stop saying that <laughs> you said that out loud oh that's oh, good yeah. oh, i would good. always say that out loud <laughs> 
What? By the way, with hey, Mike, my own what, laugh. Mike, what's stopping me from just careening? <laughs> or, oh, this was the thing. I'd be like, if I, because there would always be like a little bit of a, a berm on the on the curves. A what? Like a berm, like. I know with your hand motion, I can see what you're doing. I didn't know that it's at all. It's just like a, a little name. lip. Uh, yeah. Almost like a ramp. Right, yeah. It's, right? it's taunting like, you. It's like you could get some good air. I'm like, oh, I could get really good air <laughs> going off this ramp. But, but I, I was always like, I wonder how long I could be airborne before my van. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say this. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Mike, you're how long a, do you think it would take you're before a we hit? monster. <laughs> Mike, how long do you think if I, if I went off this curve right here before we actually hit ground? Before we even touched, touched like a, br- a brush before or a we died. rock. Please stop talking about this, Steve. <laughs> Steve. Okay, so we're going up to Idlewild. Yeah. Long, winding, beautiful. Once you hit the tree lines, like it's really, it's lovely. It's great. And we get there a little bit before dinner time. We check in. Catherine's found this beautiful cabin. Uh, it's it's picturesque. It's it's wonderful. Awesome. Um, it's lovely and. Uh, we're unpacking. She's she's like unpacking stuff, and I'm sitting with my daughter on the bed reading her uh, a story. And uh, it was actually we'd found like this old notepad that I made when she was like really little, where she was dictating a story to me, like when she was like two. Oh my god! Uh, and I I I like to draw, so I was il- I illustrated it, and it was this kind of amazing and adorable oh, little cool. story. I'm like, oh my god, we found this, and it was just really lovely moment. And then I started to feel terrible. I started. I had this cr- just crazy pain in my head, and. I started to just feel unwell. Like a like, headache, headache, or was it like in the temp in your temple? It's that part's vague, uh, but I started to feel. What I felt like was like, oh no, I think I'm coming down with the flu, Ugh. and I was thinking, oh, that would be the worst. I had no idea it was not the worst. <laughs> it was it was just the it tip got of the so much worse. Yeah, and so I was like, I was like, oh no, am I going to ruin this trip by being getting the flu? And I was half right. I am about no, to ruin, ruin the trip <laughs> because of something else, but, but not yeah. from the flu. And so I'm like, I'm like, oh, this sucks. This sucks. I got a headache. And then, but what's weird is that's happening is as I'm reading these very simple sentences, I'm like, I'm starting blinking. I'm really having trouble like seeing it focusing. a little bit, focusing on it. And then it would, it would take me about like I'd have to read this short little sentence like three times in my head yeah. before I could fully comprehend it in order to say it out loud to my Ugh. to my daughter I'm like oh that feels weird what's happening um <clears throat> okay okay and we then Catherine's like oh let's go for an early dinner and um whatnot and I'm, and I'm doing that thing where i'm like trying to be okay and i'm like i don't i really don't want to have the flu so maybe i'm just coming with like any excuse possible like, like i'm sure it's just thirsty altitude yeah altitude i just maybe i need a, an advil uh and i, I don't want to like set alarms off for her yet and we go downstairs and i say and i uh she's like here we go and i said and i what i wanted to say was can you get an advil um it's in the suitcase um but what came out was 
um, hey, can you get the um, <clears throat> the uh, and I could not say say it. I couldn't. Ugh. I I knew the I knew what I wanted. I knew what I I could see it. I knew the word. I physically, no matter how many times I restarted it, could not couldn't make your. I wasn't looking for the word. It was I physically you couldn't, couldn't make your mouth form it. Couldn't go from my brain to my mouth, and and I and I was this is not great. And uh, and Catherine just kind of looked looked at me, and I've never had to go to the hospital for anything. Wow. Uh, and Catherine's had a lot of experience. Uh, we, we both have her, both of her parents had strokes. And so she kind of immediately sees this and she, and she immediately goes, do we need to go to the hospital? And almost partially just like as a test to see how serious it was. And I, I wanted to say yes, you but couldn't I even couldn't say even say yes. yes. And oh, I just and I just Jesus. was able to kind of muster a uh, a, a, a wide eyed nod. Yeah, and uh, and and I just I couldn't talk. I couldn't get uh, words out. And so Catherine immediately she's I mean she's like crisis mode in in like so much experience with taking care of her parents. So you went from. Yeah. Not being able to get one word out, like, can you get the, to not being able to get any words out? Yeah, it was like maybe one or two Ugh. out, and just like, oh, mm-hmm. and then, uh, as she immediately goes to calling nine one one and whatnot, uh, the right side of my face goes completely pins and needles numb uh, and it starts going down my right arm no. <laughs> jesus christ and you're in the mountains and we're in the mountains we've got a, a four-year-old daughter with us and uh and i i'm able to say i'm able to get out i guess she's on the phone with them and i'm like can't feel but face uh he and like gesturing it's like to my face and she's just and i i see my wife just uh horrified yeah um at what this might mean and so ambulance comes right away and and you know our, she was just like uh my daughter was like just sit down please remember i told you about emergencies this is an emergency where you just do whatever mommy says and we can't ask why we just got to do it. And, uh, so we can take care of, uh, dad, he's having an emergency. And so I've never had, like, again, I've never had health things. Like I've been, everyone in my life has, we've gone like, that's a whole other podcast is, is all the different health stuff that, that, uh, my family has has all all gone through, but it's yeah. never been me. And yeah, I'm always yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm the one who can take. I'll be able to take care of things. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> right? Yeah, because I have to. Yeah. Uh, and and this was was not working great. And so, ambulance comes right away. They do some tests. I'm able to pass some of them. Like I'm not, and I'm I'm getting back some of my words, um, but I'm still like tingly and crazy headache blurry um but not not the best with words like everything's slow like it's gonna take me a minute but i can say what i need to say but it's definitely a struggle uh and they say okay he's either having a stroke 
uh, or a brain bleed. And so we've got to get him. With brain bleed. A <laughs> sounds brain great. bleed. It sounds really <laughs> great. <laughs> I'll have one of those, please. And they say, we got to get him to the hospital. And Catherine's like, okay, yeah, let's go. Uh, how far away is the hospital? Hour and a half. That is insane. Because <laughs> it's at where it's the, down where, in Palm Springs. It's down in Palm Springs. We're at, the, we're at the top of a mountain. It's down in Palm Springs. An hour and a half. And so that's where Catherine, as as she told me later, she's like, "Okay, that's it. Oh, Gabe's so gonna he's, die. He's gonna die. I'm gonna be. I'm I'm on my own. This is." This when is, someone has this a is stroke, worst it's nightmare. time sensitive. Well, that's the whole thing. She's like, get him in the get him in the ambulance right away because you've got that. Depending on who you ask, like, there's a certain window where you got to find out if you're having the stroke, uh, if you've had a stroke, and you can take that uh, medicine. And I forget what it's called. Yeah, uh, and which is dangerous on its own medicine, but it's like it can stop the and reverse some of the uh, damage. It's a big deal. Like our our friend uh, Rob. Benedict. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, had and they he had the they, they were able to get him to the hospital quickly. In Toronto. Rob was yeah. on this podcast. Oh, he did. Did he talk, um, talk about that? Yeah. So anyone listening right now should go back and listen to the Rob Benedict episode. It was maybe six or seven episodes into this podcast mm. um, where we talked about his stroke. Yeah. I mean that's amazing. and so much of that is about time sensitivity and yeah. fr- and like his friends being able because he was in a hotel room alone right and his friends like hey come meet us at the steakhouse and he couldn't talk on the phone and his friends like I'm coming over to your room right yeah. which easily could have just been like like all right I guess I'll see you later like and his life has changed and yeah. his family's life has changed yeah. and it's horrifying yeah. yeah. Or if they hadn't called about the steakhouse, yeah. like if I was alone when this stuff was happening, so many I'd, factors. Oh my god. Anyway, so hour and a half to go down a mountain uh, in an ambulance. And, and you're in the back of an ambulance? I'm in the back of an ambulance. I'm surprised you didn't get sick from that. <laughs> the, it didn't so your mind is a little preoccupied. Yeah, I was preoccupied on other stuff. I was just thinking, I, I was thinking a couple things. One, I just didn't want to scare. I was scared. I saw how scared uh, my wife. I've actually never seen my wife that scared. Uh, and she's but she's you know getting things done but i i felt so bad i just felt so bad for her i was watching her and just thinking like oh wow you watched both of the, this happened to both of your parents in uh, front of her uh yes uh Ugh. yes um and uh and you know it it, it eventually uh killed her dad and her mom was paralyzed and yeah uh and so and and now you're watching your husband and like this is this is what a nightmare this is for you and you're like am i the deciding factor that everyone i love has (laughs) a stroke (laughs) right there's one thing that's common in all these stroke stories um and so and then the other was i was just thinking because because uh for health reasons uh i'm the only one working in our family right now yeah uh and i was just thinking i'm like oh i need my brain to work well <laughs> to uh yeah, yeah, yeah. do make ups uh yeah. and this is gonna be a real problem if i if i uh if, if everything's if i pull through that's always my first thought too is like i can't afford not to work right now totally no never. i was passing a kidney stone once as i was pulling into warner brothers to do something on Conan O'Brien's show. Yeah. And I was, I had to like turn around and leave the lot and go to St. Joseph's to uh, deal with the kidney stone. But part of me was like, 
I just need this money so bad. Oh, I, yeah. I should just no, and work suck is, it up and work, work is so through my kidney stone. Yeah. Oh, no. Catherine, uh, when she was acting, she like she booked a, a commercial, and it was a couple-day shoot, and she did the first sh- day of shooting, and she texted me saying, I may need to see a doctor or maybe even go to the ER after work today and she ne- like she has this crazy high threshold of pain and won't mention it to anybody yeah, and yeah. like unless she's on fire like unless she's literally on fire she won't say anything so like even just like hey maybe i should see a doctor i was like oh red alert she was having a uh, she needed her appendix out and she'd been shooting all day oh with God. appendix uh, that's another pain. thing that can be deadly your, oh your yeah. appendix can burst and you Going to sepsis. A thousand percent. But she had to finish this Pizza Hut uh, commercial. (laughs) (laughs) She had to finish this Pizza Hut Listen, not all heroes wear capes. (laughs) A real hero finishes a Pizza Hut that she starts. Uh, so yeah no she she was doing that and i remember like we went home and she's like maybe i'm okay and we're like looked up tests for like if your appendix is about to burst and the big one was she's like you can do this at home stand up straight stand no stand on your toes on your tiptoes and then just drop down on your heels if you don't pass out from the pain then it's not uh (laughs) you're not you don't need it removed she like got up on her toes and I'm watching, and then she's like, "Nope, let's just go to the ER." And they even like they're literally wheeling her in for surgery, and she's like, "It's after hours." She's calling her agent, like, "I'm not sure when. I can't shoot tomorrow, but maybe the next day." And she did. She shot. She the day she had after. the surgery. She had a day to recover, and then uh went back wow because no because we're insane this business is insane and you never know when the next job ago is this <clears throat> this was is before we were married uh so this is like 10 years ago i had my appendix out it was fucking horrible really i had mine out oh my god 30 years ago okay <laughs> jesus christ and that it didn't did it burst no because that can like that if it bursts it's like you can live but they're like, oh, your lifespan's been shortened by 10 to 15 yeah, years, right? Yeah, it's really bad for you. Yeah. Um, I had to... This was, I mean, 30 years ago, med- medicine was not as high-tech. And so it was like big-ass incision on the abdomen. They go in through the muscle and everything. Take, Can I see it? I don't think... I don't know if there's a scar there anymore. Um but I, uh, they take out like a couple feet of intestines are what? laying on the table next to you. This was back thirty years ago. Holy now shit! Now it's just a little incision, and they go in, and it's super easy. It's like laparoscopic now. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine was just like major surgery, <laughs> and it was like a week of like oh I couldn't god. walk. Oh my god! You then find out how critical your abdominal muscles are. Oh, for everything. For talking. Yeah. You can't talk loud. <laughs> you can't talk loud. Oh my god. You can't laugh. You can't squeeze out a fart. Oh, if you sneezed, you'd oh, pass you out. You can't sneeze. <laughs> like just sitting everything. It, your abdominal muscles are so critical. And uh yeah, but now I have friends who've had their appendix out, you know, like a couple years ago who like the next day were at work. Yeah. I'm like that's 
that's amazing. It is. A, it's ridiculous. Still, like she went back too soon. Like in retrospect, you're like, sure. F- like, guys, let's let's get some perspective <laughs> on things. But you lose it. You lose it in, in this business because who knows? And like you know, so much money's riding on. Oh, if you have to reshoot something. So or, you're uh, in an ambulance. All right. So I'm in an ambulance. I'm uh, I'm pitying my wife. I'm scared for our future. I want to. I'm, but I can't. I don't want my daughter to see. Like, it's not that I don't want her. Just like she's seen a lot of of uh, medical stuff, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, but I don't want to see. I don't want to be freaking out, uh, and I don't know what it's going to be like. Cause it's the only uh, place where the where a child can sit in an ambulance uh, who needs a car seat is in the back, and Catherine's in the front because they the the because uh, uh, she doesn't want to get car seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like. <laughs> I don't want my tummy to get up. Um, no, because they looked at her and they're like, we don't think you're in a position to drive uh, right now. And so she got in, in the front. So she's in the front. Alice is separate from uh, from her in the back. And I'm like, oh, she's not going to, this isn't going to be good. And it's going to be an hour and a half drive down a mountain with dad and with oxygen on him. And they're, they keep at like every certain amount of time they're asking me questions. But she was a champ. She was because they're like she's like what's that and like oh that's his heart monitor um, that shows how his heart's doing. She's like she's like I'll keep track of that uh, and we're like what and she's like she's like okay and so every ten minutes she's like hey dad how you doing I'm like I'm good she's like okay heart looks good mom heart looks good dad looks good we're she's good four she's four yeah yeah that's amazing. And she's cute. It was it was pretty awesome. I was I was very impressed. Just checking in. They also gave they have like I guess they're ready for kids, so they've got like a little uh, ambulance mascot moose stuffed animal that they gave. She had a blast. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, we were not doing great, uh, but then we we so we get there like hour forty five. God uh, damn! I and, can't believe, and that's in an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah, just a regular car. You would have been two hours. Well, that's the thing is, it's not like it's it's not like you are zipping past traffic. It's just a windy road. Yeah. There's only oh, so true. fast an yeah. ambulance can go. So we anyway, we get down there, and you're just thinking clocks ticking. We got, and I'm feeling better. But if I've had a stroke, we need to know so we can take the stuff. Clocks ticking as I'm just sitting there in the waiting room of the that's ER. Insane. Like, and this is where it's always like. I'm sure people talk about like having advocates in the hospital. Cause I couldn't do much. Like I was pretty much stuck in a gurney yeah. uh, and whatnot. Uh, but having uh, my wife being like, guys, clock is ticking. We need to do this. Like get him into a room. Let's get him, get him an MRI. Let's make this happen. Cause you know, that to me is so insane that you even had to be in a waiting room. Oh yeah. No, wow. no, I was in a waiting room, and then I was in a hospital room. In an examining room, an examining just sitting room there. Yeah. For another hour. Just the potential that you could be having a stroke seems like we need to get this guy into an, a, a room and mm-hmm. start examining him. Uh, a thousand percent. Right now. Yeah. And same, very similar thing happened to my mother-in-law. They, like the ambulance guys are like, She's just freaking out. She's just an old lady who's confused and freaking out. And it so much has to do with what the ambulance people tell the ER when they get sure. there. Like if they say, like, get her in there now, they will respond differently. 
Uh, and so she she was having a massive stroke. They said she wasn't, and uh, and I, you can't tell me that that she wouldn't have more use of her arms and legs, uh, her that her uh, le- left side of her body. If, if the uh, extra hour of waiting had been spent, thousand percent in examining. Um, yeah. So big lesson. <laughs> like just, but even then, like even with my wife, like like throwing down with uh bureaucrats like like get him in there and then we we're in there and we're it's and the clock keeps ticking keeps keeps ticking and this guy and uh, a guy comes out this nurse is like i'm taking over gesundheit i just need oh thank you he says uh it's gonna be another hour because we've got we've only got one mri machine and there's uh somebody ahead of you Maybe two people ahead of you. Yeah. And she's like, and my wife's like, no, no, I'm, that's not how this, because she's like, she's like, I get it. If, if there's somebody else who also has a potentially life-changing problem here and they were here first, I totally get that. But if somebody like was snowboarding and fractured a something, they, it's... They don't. If somebody that, here in Palm Springs yeah. was snowboarding. Yeah, that's that's what she came up with. She, mountains. I get it though. I yeah, get it. yeah. She's yeah. a city girl. She's like, there's mountains. Do you need snow? Uh, and she's like, no. And she, as you know, but uh, other people, she, my, my wife had some some major uh, uh, health problems when she she was in a coma after uh, the birth of our, our daughter. She's like, I didn't fight back from being in a coma to watch my husband die Good in point. a Palm Springs uh, valid, waiting room. Valid point. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the guy, she, she's like, this is, she just said like, this is crazy. This is actually crazy. And the guy with no emotion goes, ma'am, how is this crazy? Oh my God. And I literally, because I couldn't, I didn't have the like energy and and wherewithal to strangle to, like, a to, man, to strangle a man, a full grown man. But I, but I knew what it was about to happen, and I, I, I was able to just about to say, "Oh, buddy, that was a mistake." Yeah. And my wife, she turns to her daughter, and she just says, "She's like, hun." Mommy's about to say all the words. You know those words we say we don't say? <laughs> Wait right here. And we were playing like Christmas bingo uh, yeah. to while away the hours that were stuck there. And she just went off. And the guy's like, I'll see what I can do. I can't promise anything. Uh, and she's like, do I have to explain how strokes work? And she, anyway, he comes back 10 minutes later. He goes, we can we can do the MRI now. Like, yeah. like he'd lost a battle of, mm-hmm. of whatever this like was. He went back to talk to someone. They're like, yeah, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Put him in the MRI. We don't want them to own the hospital at the end of the day. Uh, like what, what are you doing? And so they, they got me in. Uh, I did the MRI and, uh, which is a whole other, <laughs> not fun thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I did that. I came back out. The doctor comes out. She says, your brain is totally fine. You did not have a stroke. Yes, you had all everything. All the signs. All the, all the signs of a stroke. She's like, you know what you did have is a, is it, it's called a, a hemiplegic complex migraine. Hemiplegic. Hemiplegic 
complex migraine. I need you today to text that to me so sure. I can put it in the description. Sure, yes. Like spelling wise. Sure. Um, I had to look it up again on the way here. Uh, and it is a thing that mimics all of the symptoms of a stroke. It's numbness all down your side, inability to form words, blision. Uh, uh, <laughs> Am I having one now? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm having one right Gabe, now. Gabe. This is crazy, Gabe. <laughs> this is good podcast. If it's happening live. <laughs> vision. Blurry vision. <clears throat> uh, and it's, uh, it's genetic is one of the things like it's something that you it's not really i don't think it's something you can test for but it's something you can inherit um it usually shows up in uh when you're younger but it can show up later um and but yeah it mimics all the symptoms of the stroke but within a couple of hours they all go away and they may come back again some other time but you don't know this may be an isolated incident it hasn't oh happened God. again and then we're we're asking like what causes it just a ticking time bomb that just happens is it an altitude thing like what is it and she said well here there's actually some food causes like food triggers <laughs> yeah yeah and the number one this is how we it, it got the name in our family the cheese stroke is that aged cheese is a big trigger for this kind of complex migraine that will aged cheese cheese. and we had gone to a holiday party Uh the week before this is a week before we had this lovely holiday party uh and we'd sampled this lovely aged gouda this 30 year aged gouda and it was fantastic it was from jones on third yeah and my wife said love gabe take a picture of this so i do have a picture if you want that please send me the picture i have a picture of the cheese because it had a little sign in it as this i mean it was a lovely christmas party but the big takeaway from my wife was like we gotta get that cheese because i have taken photos of cheese sure by the way yeah so that i know later what to buy yeah it's like taking like a like a bottle of wine like Mm -hmm. that and and so then the next week which is now the day before our big trip to Idlewild, uh we went to to jones on third and bought a shit ton of this gouda cheese that is delicious and almost worth it sometimes i doubt i don't know is my favorite oh my god it was so good uh when we also got some some prosciutto, uh, yeah. which yeah, that's another thing. Cured meats. Oh my god, dude! You were having a perfect storm. And red wine. And I'd had all of these things in my life uh, many times, uh, but separately, separately, um, though they go well together, yeah. uh, and not to the amount that because we went, we had a cheese party. It was just us and our, <laughs> our two friends, and we just destroyed this gouda. Like we went to town on this Gouda and red wine and Soprasada and we just like gorged ourselves on this stuff. How long before this was your the, trip did you is, gorge yourself on Gouda? This was the night before. This was like <laughs> not eight eight to nine o'clock at night. Okay. And so within uh sixteen hours, my bro- well actually there was a little hint before the full headache started because we we stopped for gas along the way, and uh, and I went in to get some water, and I was feeling a headache, 
and so I went and I got some like coffee and uh, and and an Advil in the little uh, food mart yeah. uh, place, and I was just kind of feeling a little bit out of it, and I drove off, and I heard chunk. And I driven, driven. Jesus, I'm, it's happening. I I drove off with the the pump, ga- the pump in, the, in car. the car, which I've never done in my entire life. But my, I think my, I think things were starting to not be working great, yeah. and I drove off with that. And oh my god, had to they're like had to go back. I put it there, you know. And then it's like, and and I was like, oh, I gotta go in there. Did you and, fuck up the pump? Oh yeah, well it would break. It it they they they're breakaway uh, now. But apparently, in order to screw it back on, it costs hundreds of dollars. Oh no! And she's like, "Well, we can we can do your. We'll just give me give me your insurance." I'm like, "I don't want to do it through insurance. Like, what can I can I pay?" And she's like, two hundred dollars in cash, and you can just go." And I'm oh, like, "Boy, great!" <laughs> My cat was just like. So mad bucks. for the rest of the drive up, and I was feeling so dumb. And then later, I'm like, "That was all. That was all cheese stroke. That was all cheese. That was all che- you can't be mad at me for, for costing it's us Gouda, thirty year old Gouda, thirty year old Gouda." And and little do we know, it was a fraction of the cost of what was about to come because the and we're still dealing with it. This was a this was last year. This is last Christmas. We got a bill from the ambulance. ambulance. And how much do you think uh, an hour and a half drive? Costs? I'd say you definitely have to pay for gas both sure, ways, which sure. would probably be a, you know, my truck is like eighty dollars to fill up. Sure, yeah. So, right. so I'd that. say a hundred dollars for the gas. Yeah. Just those guys on the clock. How many yeah. ambulance people were there? Two. Two, uh, two in the back, one driving. Uh, three. Yeah. I'd say five hundred bucks. Eighteen hundred dollars. Because they're not in network, um, and uh, and so our insurance was not does not want to cover any of it. And we we're like, we're on the top of a mountain, and we they told us we, I was having a stroke or a brain bleed at best. Like best case scenario was something called a brain bleed, and we didn't we couldn't shop around for in network. Ambulance. There's only one, uh, uh, and they're yeah, so they're still gotta... there's they have they they've said no, but they're still looking into it. But in the meantime, it's not like the Idlewild uh, Fire Department. It's just like you gotta pay. Like they're very they're great. They were really nice uh, guys, and they and they're like. You don't get to negotiate with them like you do with like a big hospital where you're like, "How about I pay half?" and they do it. They don't do that. <laughs> They're just like. I right wonder now. how often they have to drive down there. I mean, yeah, I mean, because they, I guess, whatever kind of doctor hospital services they have on the mountain are pretty limited. Like, if yeah, you need, if sure. you need anything, yeah, bigish. Uh, so yeah, eighteen hundred dollars plus, let's call two hundred dollars for the gas pump. Uh, plus uh, the midnight uh, car service back up the mountain. Uh, By the way, yeah, you said around Christmas time. Wasn't this Christmas Eve? Well, I wish it, for the story it uh, could be. Uh, no, it was a couple days before Christmas. Uh, like we were going to come back before Christmas Eve because. Uh, did uh, you end up family. staying in the cabin after all this was over, or did we you totally go right did. home? No, 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 we did. We're like, you know what? Because they're like, you're fine now. Like it's. It's okay. It's messed up and it was scary, but you're not in any danger. And 
the symptoms are gone by the morning and it was like let's not let it ruin the rest of the trip and he just did it how was the rest of the trip it was delightful (laughs) (laughs) it was really nice (laughs) oh my god but it was a lot more expensive than i thought it was gonna be because yeah 200 uh, 200 for the thing for the gas tank uh gas pump eighteen hundred dollars for the ambulance another like three hundred dollars to get a midnight ride uh back up oh, uh the mountain because right. we didn't have a that's car right. you didn't have a car yeah how, wait how did you get back up cab <clears throat> uh, what's a midnight ride oh the it was lift? a car sir it was like a like a like a town car was the best thing we could do jesus um, christ yeah. it was you know what was amazing though like it was pretty we were at a at a preschool uh at the time and the community of parents at the priest like my wife as as we're driving like just started texting people of like i'm we may be in a like i may need somebody to come here and take care of my daughter because i'm gonna be at the hospital with my husband who might be dying yeah. uh, uh and like there were people who were I mean, like cars gassed up, ready to go Whoa. from Los Angeles coming like, like, yep, we'll be there. It'll to Palm Springs. We'll be there. And however long that takes, oh uh, we gosh. had like one parent was like, it's like, I've got a, a guest house. It's good. Rich parents. <laughs> like I've got it. We got a guest house in Palm Springs. Uh, no way. you can stay there. Like that's where like, uh, you know, you, you can go there. Like it, people, it was, it's the, it takes a village type community. Yeah, yeah, it was like, awesome. I, cried a lot about yeah, that it was very amazing. moving to have that kind of support system and 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 everything what, so yeah why aged cheese oh that's a good question you think i could have i've done i could have done more research about this uh i don't know how it works i know that all i, I literally what i've told you is that i know that it's genetic and I know that there are triggers. And Have you talked to triggers. anyone else in your family that has experienced this? No one's experienced this. My mom has migraines, yeah. um, uh, but nothing to this. Do degree. you get migraines at all, other than I? This one, I get small headaches. <laughs> I had a weird thing. I had a weird thing when my wife and I first moved in together, where I had I had a headache for like a, a a pretty solid headache like like a distracting headache for 3 months. Oh my god. Yeah. 3 months? Yeah. Nope. Nothing worked. It like and I went to I went to I went to all doctors. I went, you know, I like, you know, we went to have an MRI cuz like Oh, nothing's fixing this. Like, is there a brain tumor? Is that like, have we just, have I just moved in with a woman who I love and now it's, and now I've got uh, brain cancer or something uh, horrific? And they couldn't, nothing couldn't find anything. And then it was just this other, then it was this other thing. It was like, oh, wait, so does it just mean this is your life now? Now you've got this headache for a crushing headache for for, forever. Uh, what's this life like? Cause I was also like, it was not great to live with. Uh, and I just like, was kind of just like a shut down person, yeah. uh, just to kind of get through things. And then one day I took, this is super smart. Um, uh, my, my mom who had migraines was like, Oh, here, take my migraine medicine. Maybe. Uh, this is a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and it, 
was I didn't she just gave me the pills and so I just took them like a genius and I you're only supposed to take them for a day or two <laughs> and I took them for like three or four days because it made it a little bit better but not a lot. I was like, oh, this is a little bit better. Uh, like clouds are parting a little bit. Uh, I can socialize with the world. Um, and uh, But then the side effects of taking that stuff kicked in, which is a crushing depression. Wow. I mean, crushing. Wow. I, I'd always theoretically understood depression but i never i've experienced some super sadness uh but but what people talk about when they talk about depression is uh it was something i i really only like like i've i've heard about this i've read about it and i can i can whatever the the, whatever the least deep one between sympathy and empathy like i can sympathize about it but i until this or this was like i was like oh I feel like I have no choice about these feelings. Yeah, like, there's nothing. It's a like over it's you. like it was. And I remember Catherine like got because she's she's again everyone's medical advocate. Like found, got like the got like went to my mom's like got the box and like the the long the like unfolded the accordion folding of side effects and warnings and like oh yeah here we go jesus like super depression and suicidal uh uh (laughs) thoughts she's like guess what you're stopping taking this and ever taking uh anything that uh was prescribed for something else somebody else ever again did you figure out what caused the headaches or they just went so away. eventually I went to we uh, you know we're going to all these different doctors and we went to this one neurologist I'm forgetting his name but he was it was hilarious like we went in I did the tests that I'd done for all the different doctors uh, before and I'm just thinking like this isn't going to do anything. Why would this do anything? Everyone else says it's a mystery. I'm mysterious. This is not going to be great. And we're, and we're done. And cause it had taken months to get to see this guy. Cause he's like the guy. Uh, and then you could, then finally my wife through persistence. Cause I, like, I couldn't do anything. Like I wasn't functioning. Well, yeah. uh, she, uh, got him to agree to see me like on his lunch hour. Like he had a sandwich <laughs> and, uh, and it was doing these tests. And I'm like, so, any theories he's like no i know what it is i'm like what like no i can tell what what it is from you know the questions that i asked and the exam i just did and i'm like what and he said it's a muscle contraction headache and you need to take muscle relaxers uh, for a week uh and it'll fix it and it did i mean i slept 16 hours a day (laughs) for a week and it was almost all the way better he's like yeah take a couple more and like and then i did and it's gone it was like neck muscles yeah i guess shooting up into the brain yeah but to i guess you can have a super fun reaction (laughs) uh but then we told that to the doctors like yeah unrelated not the same not connected to this like how could it how could it not be uh so yeah that was that the cheese stroke the cheese stroke can i tell you can cut this out because if it's for for length yeah but it reminded me of of a story perfect okay there's a in the in the vein of don't take somebody else's prescription pills yeah um we didn't take our own advice uh years later i had to take a flight on my own my my best friend was getting married in london and I was going to be the best man. And I was flying out 
on my own because um, Catherine was going to stay because her dad was sick uh, and uh, and uh, and so I was going on my own and it was this big fancy English wedding because he was marrying a a, a, a British gal and uh, and uh, my Catherine's a big uh, Anglophile like she's like and she's and I don't know um, manners apparently <laughs> I was raised by hippies and they're like uh they'll they'll they didn't like believe in that stuff or yeah. to teach things so i will do really rude things just oblivious yeah like the um the i just to get me to open a door i'm an idiot yeah. when it comes to like the basics yeah. of, of things and the idea of me being at like a table with british people like with <laughs> forks uh and so Catherine is is like she was uh kind of just like she was help, like helping me plan the trip and like telling me a million things like here's what you have to wear for this and like it's a it's a british wedding you can't wear a black suit because they only wear those for funerals uh oh, and so this. i had to like get a gray suit and like do all this stuff and she's like and when in doubt just look at jeff's mom whatever she's doing uh uh you know that's those are the that's the cutlery to use and like this and that and do this on this day and this uh is what you should wear for this event uh and you and then it was like you're going to be uh landing and then taking a car to west sussex uh where uh this in, like it's like a joke of an english village with a castle and that's and you're going to be going to the rehearsal like immediately so you need Whoa. to get some sleep on the plane and you're not good at sleeping uh, on planes, I just I'm miserable. Me neither. I can't and do I it. I can't. I just I can't. can't. The one time I got one of those lay flat pods, I slept like a baby. But yeah. any any degree of up, I'm no can't. Yeah. And so she gave. She's like, oh, uh, I'll I'll give you this to take on the plane. And I chose that moment to tune out uh, of what she was saying because I assumed she was going to say an Ambien, which I have have my own prescription for. And when I need it, works fine, works great. But she was telling me so many things that I literally just was like, I don't know what she's saying. I'm sure it's fine. But what she was saying was, I'm going to prescribe. I'm going to give you, I don't have any Ambien. The flight's tomorrow. Uh, I'll give you my dad's this crazy thing <laughs> i'll look it up later uh and uh and so and i got on the plane and i'd had a a bloody mary beforehand uh as a long you know lo- long wait beforehand and then uh you know it was like premium economy so they give you like little glasses of wine yeah. uh and a bailey's after your after your dinner uh and then i took this pillar. I was like, oh, that doesn't look like an Ambien, but uh, okie dokie. And I sat down to watch uh, Thor, um, uh-huh. <laughs> which is not good. Um, but you know what's great is Ragnarok. Love it. So Loved good. It. I just saw it last week because oh, I was so mad about dude, so Thor because Thor was, Thor was so boring. And then I had this terrible experience, which I associate with Thor, where I'm, I took the thing and I just felt out of it but i couldn't sleep and then i like a genius took like us another half oh my god and then it's like the nighttime part of the flight like turn out the lights and people are trying to sleep and all of a sudden i feel like i'm the drunkest i've ever been 
Oh, no. And I drank a lot in college. So I knew I've been stupid, like blackout drunk. This felt like that. Wow. And I hadn't been drinking in a while. Like I'd just been uh, healthy living and it's not college anymore. And I hadn't had a lot to drink, but I'd, I'd probably had the equivalent of two drinks. And I was like, oh, am I so delicate now that... Like, this has made me the drunkest <laughs> human on this plane. And I was like, humiliated. Like, oh, great. I'm the asshole who's pass out hammered on a flight. And then I'm like, oh, no. I'm the human who's about to throw up all over <gasps> this plane. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Get to the toilet. Like, get to, get to the bathroom. I'm like, the lights are off. And I wobble my way up. And then I think, I'm like, I'm just going to take a slow, quiet little walk to down the aisle. I zigzag like a bull, like just bam. Bumping into bam. seats. Every other seat got woken up by this stupid, wasted guy just slamming my way zigzag down the aisle. And I get to the bathrooms and they're both occupied. And I'm just like weaving, like wobbling as trying to stay upright, trying not to throw How up How long into everywhere. the flight is this? This is a couple hours into the flight. Okay. Like enough that... You're like, still over the United States though. We're either... We're probably over New York. Okay. Maybe we've gotten to water. Yeah. I don't know. Jesus um, Christ. And, there, and I'm like, and I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to make it. And I look up towards upper class, which has like a really heavy uh, curtain it's there. It's a wall. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, yeah. If you if you just come off a mountain, uh, been rescued off a mountain, they'd put that <sighs> over you. And so I bam, 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 knock everyone over on my way up. I throw open the curtain. I'm immediately met by a very cheerful virgin stewardess the airline uh, uh, who was like, can I help you? Which was definitely code for you don't belong here. Yeah. And I must've looked so terrible because you can't use those bathrooms up there. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just was able to point to the bathroom and say the word bathroom. And she just uh, said, yes, right this way. And I took one step and then it was like an old-fashioned TV turned off. It's like it went black down to like a single white dot. And the next thing I knew, I just felt, bam, the back of my head hitting the ground as I passed the fuck out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you throw up? Didn't throw up. Oh, thank God. I was, and I was wedged. They have a bar, like a full bar up in upper class there. Uh, and uh, I was, everyone was facing forward, and then I was wedged behind the bar, which is good for like embarrassment factor because I was only, the only people who were all the stewardesses. Uh, and I woke up to like three stewardesses looking over me saying, Are you okay? And I couldn't say anything other than, or just shook my head. To indicate no, no. And I tried to get up, and I passed back out. Fuck, dude. And then I woke up again, and I, I, I had the thought, and I think it's very romantic. I had the thought, oh, no, I'm going to die. <laughs> Which, by the way, was interesting. It was, I wasn't freaked out about it. Like, I don't know what was getting released yeah, in my brain. Yeah. I was You're very calm about it. I don't know. It's like... All right, DMT was the getting released to my brain like you're about to pass on. And I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm about to die. 
And in real life, I am very scared of dying. Sure. I am very, like, uh, that is a, that is a concern of mine. Uh, this was, I was very much at peace about it, but I, I had my, had the, the thought, the sad thought of, of, uh, Oh, because we I we just gotten married, uh, within the like it, it had been maybe less than a year. And I thought like, oh, I wish I'd had more time being married to Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> it was very dramatic. It was very. Oh my God. It was an ode. Uh, and I, but then I also thought, wait a minute, there might be a doctor on this flight. And if I've learned anything from House MD, is it, is you? Yeah, if the, I wanted somebody to say that. But I knew if you give him one detail, a genius doctor will put things together and save your life. And so I just was able to whisper, I took an Ambien and then passed out, which was incorrect uh, and not helpful. And I thought that was it. That was, that was the last time I'm going to be conscious. Uh, and I came to and they had oxygen on my face. Just really humiliating if you're actually fine. Was there a doctor on the plane? No doctors. Wow. No one took credit. Um, and they finally got me. I started to feel better. They got me like to the sitting position. They gave me what is still to date the coldest, most delicious glass of water of my entire life. <laughs> I've been on flights where I've heard... Uh, Attention passengers, is there a doctor on the plane? Really? Yeah, I've been on like Were two, there? two flights. I don't remember. I feel like there has to be. I feel right? like there's always a doctor on a and plane. And if there isn't, that means there's a doctor somewhere sitting there going, eh, not worth my time. Yes. I. Can they be sued, though? If, can a oh, I wonder. Be sued? Is that a Hippocratic Oath thing? Like, yeah. Well, like, are they your patient? Do they have to be your patient? I don't know. I'm curious. But I, want, I do wonder. Like if they if check the manifest. Like, wait like a minute. That good Samaritan law where it's like, oh, is there a doctor on the plane? And if the doctor's like, I'm not speaking up. Right. And then like those turns... kids who laughed at that guy who was drowning and he died. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Like, yeah. But if you're an adult and a doctor, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, don't take things prescribed for other people. I feel like, yeah, I, I once... Uh, was that a, the first night I, sp- I spent at this girl's house, who I eventually ended up living with. Um, but we had just started hanging out. We went to Joshua Tree uh, for the afternoon. We came back, and I slept on her couch in her apartment. And then the next day, like, my back hurt really bad. And she's like, oh, here, take this muscle relaxant. And I just <laughs> took it. Sure. Because this is a girl I had a crush on. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. Yeah, don't be weird. Don't be weird, Steve. And then, like... <laughs> Without saying, what is this? And then, like, 45 minutes later, I was jello, <laughs> but not in a good way. I was right, jello, yeah. like, and also scared. Like, yeah. I I feel weird. I feel this isn't good. Yeah. And I was like, what was that pill? She's like, I don't know what they're called. My friend gave it to me. <laughs> a second, it's a second uh, degree of separation from the prescription. And it was just that whole day was such a blur. I remember uh, at one point saying, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm going to go home. And then I went to my friend's apartment. I called him and I was like, I need to be I, I got someone with me. over to your house. I I took this pill on an empty stomach, too. I Maybe I need some food. And I remember I stopped at like a Carl's Jr. drive through 
went into his place with the food, didn't even eat it, and just <laughs> passed out on his couch for like 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I have a real issue with taking other people's pills. <laughs> OPP. Yeah. You dealing with OPP? <laughs> other people's pills. <laughs> that's a podcast right there. It's just OPP. Um, do you I have, assume that's what that Do you have anything to plug? Anything? Nah. Any commercials that you, people can plug, catch you on right I now? I gotta plug my dish. Do you have anything running right now? Com- any commercials? What don't I have running, Steve? Um, I ha- What do I have running right now? I'm selling... La Quinta, Inns and Suites. Yeah. Um, Dish Network. Yep. I may have a Discover card still going. You always have like three commercials going. Right. Yes. But people can find you. Where on social networking can they find you? Just on the Twitter. Only Twitter. You're not an Instagram guy. No, I. but maybe I should. You totally should. Okay. Instagram's great. It's, it's, it's not as negative as Twitter. Okay, yeah. Twitter does upset <laughs> upset me. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, what's, what's your... Just at Gabriel Tigerman. Gabriel Tigerman. That's right. Tigerman. Tiger and then man. That's how it's spelled. That's my um, real name. Well, I'm glad to finally have a guest and a guest that I'm crazy <laughs> about. Um, well, the feeling is... Did I talk too much? I feel like I just no, like, dominated that. Okay. I, I hate having to fill an hour by myself. It's oh, okay. very difficult. <laughs> I, let, I give you a break. I mean, um, it, all my solo episodes are me reading listener emails. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can talk for 20 minutes by oh, myself. Really? And That's then it. I'm like, uh, uh, let's go to the emails. Sure. It's like improvising a scene alone forever. Which, by the way, nodocspodcast at gmail.com for all you listeners. Uh, Thanks for doing this. My pleasure. And thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Keep it crispy.